Welcome to David Clark's We Are Superman podcast, episode number 242. I am your host, Bill Stahl, and this is The Power Play. Thank you for joining me on this Power Play episode. I thought I'd hit you with a quick training advice episode here. Uh, I've got a couple of great guests coming up here in the next couple of weeks, but uh, I just thought I would hit you with this. I, I, I am going to record a recap of my trip to Africa. It, it, I tell you, it was fascinating. So much that I learned and really want to share all that with you. Hopefully you've been able to see some of my posts on my Instagram of some of the photos I took over there. Just amazing, amazing stuff, whether it's the animals, the Namib Desert, the... Um, the, the scenery, uh, just there, there was so much there. So I'm, I've really been uh, enjoying sharing some of those with you as well as I'm going to have one uh, post that's going to show some of the weird signs I saw there. Just, you know, things in South Africa, their culture, that signs that make no sense to me as an American. So, uh, you know, keep, keep checking those out. I hope you enjoy those. But um, it's been cold here in Colorado. I mean, really cold. Um, it's been tough with the kids I coach in track. I mean, we, we can't even see our track. It's buried under snow. It's been freezing cold. I think I've set a record for a number of times I've run outdoors this year wearing tights, which is something I normally never do. Um, ran a race last weekend, uh, a 10 mile race in deep snow. And, uh, boy, I tell you by, I mean, it was tough. It was like running in loose sand and I uh, ran that with a lot of the, the black men run group. And I uh, was put on by the Roxboro runners down at Chatfield state park in Southwest Denver and uh, a guy by the name of, uh, Wayne, um, put, puts this on, uh, Wayne palace, I should say his last name. And he does a great job staging this race. And, um, boy, I tell you, my finger, uh, my, my, um, toes, my feet were just soaked afterward, actually from running in the snow. It took me two hours to thaw out my toes afterward. I had to hang my feet near a heater for a while and then run them in the hot shower. It was, it was pretty brutal. I mean, my, my toes were just like white. Um, it wasn't pretty at all, but, uh, you know, it was fun challenge. I mean, it was like running in soft beach sand really for 10 miles and, uh, it was cold out there too. So, um, but it's been tough. The poor kids on my team, uh, we've been just running on, you know, crusty ice and snow-packed streets. And, uh, I mean, the Revolution Run runners, the adult group that I coach, uh, you know, we run in the evening and it seems like we're just running again on ice and snowpack. And it's been, it's been pretty tough. So, uh, actually, my, my little project right now is I'm trying to fix my treadmill. I've had to order some parts that will hopefully arrive here. Um, this week and I will, um, hopefully get that treadmill fixed so I can at least get some miles in on, on non-icy roads. Um, still getting outside, but uh, you know, it'll, it'll help me get some miles in if, uh, hopefully I can get this treadmill fixed here and definitely a lot cheaper just fixing it myself. So that's been kind of interesting. Um, just wanted to give you, before I get into the training advice portion of this podcast episode, I, I do wanted to give you an update on what I've been doing with Excella. Um, as you may have noted a few weeks ago, I took the uh, blood test and, uh, had, um, Erica Angle on here, who is the CEO of Excella to talk about what they do. And, um, I've been working with my, um, performance registered dietitian Shelby at Excella and uh, taking the supplements that Excella has recommended to me and uh, just really been enjoying it. It's, uh, I've been feeling really good. 
um, making one cool thing about Excel is they have some great recipes on their website and I can go ahead and sort them to be vegan or vegetarian to suit my dietary needs. And, uh, you know, last night I prepared a, a stuffed red peppers, uh, filled them with, um, quinoa and chopped black olives and feta cheese. And, um, they were good, you know, and, uh, you had a side with some, uh, acorn squash and, um, I also made a side of um, snap peas with shiitake mushrooms and uh, just uh, enjoying the, the dietary uh, or the recipe portion of, with Excella. But in general, you know, I, I, and we've been working on adding more omega-3s and fermented foods into my diet. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a challenge. I'm not used to eating some of those things, but um, I've been feeling good. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that the running will, will keep turning around. It's been a little tough in this cold weather, but, um, so far it's been good. And so, you know, if you want to check out Excella yourself, if you've been wondering why you don't feel great, um, not sleeping well. And in fact, you know, I've been sleeping like way better than I have in years and I am not a good sleeper, but I've been kind of disturbed in a way that I've been waking up too late sometimes because I've been sleeping through the night, which is uh, not something I've often done. So, you know, if, you're, if you'd like to check it out, um, you know, like I said, I'm kind of doing this as a 90-day experiment. We're going to do another episode, and we'll recap the results then and see how things go. But um, they are offering a free 15-minute consultation to We Are Superman podcast listeners with one of their nutritionists. And um, if you want to, just go to the link in the web notes, in the, the episode notes here, and you can set up an appointment. And if you decide you want to order through them, uh, there is also a code you can use, which is just SUPERMAN10, that's SUPERMAN in all caps, 10, to get a discount on any of their services, any of their programs, anything you like there. So uh, check it out if you like. I've, I've really enjoyed it so far, and I, I think it is helping me, most importantly. So um, any case, uh, I just wanted to recount a, a little story here that happened to me just recently here with one of the athletes that I coach. Uh, she's uh, fairly new, and she's just had a lot of trouble gaining some traction here. And I'm not just talking about the uh, road conditions out here. Um, but in any case, she's just been... Uh, you know, kind of struggling, had some, you know, muscle things going on and just, um, just had a tough time ramping up. I think a lot has had to do with the weather and everything. And, um, and, and, you know, first, what, 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 what she told me is that, Hey, she would like to maybe just put this on hiatus until the first of March. In in other words, you know, getting back into running and my coaching her and everything, you know, with, with the weekly uh, running plans and things like that. And, you know, first thing first is I will always tell athletes that I coach to listen to your body. Um, you know, if you're hurting, if something's wrong, uh, I'm definitely not going to be pushing you. It's, it's a little different with an adult runner than, say, with some of the kids I coach who quite often imagine things. And while I'm not cruel to them, there's quite often a lot of times where they just – you know, they, they like to complain, they like to whine, and, and, and sometimes they don't want to push themselves and they, they need that kick in the butt. But, you know, the adult runners I coach, um, you know, I'm going to tell, tell it to them straight, but there are times when, yes, I do want you to listen to your body. And, and so in, in this case, I said, yeah, that's fine to take a hiatus. However, here's one difference here, and this is where I, I maybe do need to throw down the book here a little bit, is that as I told this uh, athlete, is that I don't like setting a deadline like that, saying, okay, March 1st, we're going to go ahead and start up again, because 
you know, to me, it is very similar to resolutions. And you know the way I feel about resolutions. I don't like them at all from the standpoint of I don't think you should be starting something that you want to make a positive change in your life on a given date. To me, it's just if you have this idea and it's October and you say, I need to eat healthier, I need to lose weight, I need to start working out, whatever it is, you need to do it now. Just start, as my good friend Ed Barnett would always say. Uh, just start and do it. Um, even Jason Coop, the renowned ultramarathon coach, I, I saw in one of his uh, Wednesday wisdom questions, somebody was asking about getting back into running and training for an ultramarathon after a hiatus of 10 years. And he said, you know, same thing, just start. Um, there's no magic formula, but you got to get out there and just get out there and run. And I, I think the same thing applies to this particular situation where you're setting a date because by setting a date of say March 1st here, it's no different than saying January 1st, I'm going to do something. And in this particular case, it can work either way. Um, to me, it's, you know, as I said before, you need to listen to your body. I think you also need to listen to your brain. Because if this individual is not ready to get back into it by March 1st, let's say they're still feeling hesitation, achy, you know, whatever muscle things going on, or, or just not enthusiasm, enthusiastic enough, March 1st is going to loom like a dreaded day. Um, you, this person would just sit there and counting down the days and it's going to be like, oh God, I don't feel like running. Um, and March 1st is just going to be a day of dread. And, you know, they may, they may or not be, re may or may not be ready on March 1st. So it, I, I don't like setting that deadline. You, they, this person's got to have their entire heart into this if they are going to go ahead and start this program up again and, and make progress. And, and likewise, it may happen sooner. Uh, there, there may be a day here in mid-February where it's like, okay, I think I'm ready to go. And if this March 1st date is hanging out there, well, you know, there, there's a, always a chance to go ahead and make excuses and not start up again. And, you know, I think back to things like when uh, I've had surgeries. And as most of you listeners know, I had a ton of surgeries back in the last decade, um, whether it was, uh, you know, ruptured quad tendons in both of my knees, ruptured Achilles tendon. And you know, in each case, I would have surgery and the doctor would give me a date or a time frame. And I was never really willing to accept those because in my mind, I wanted to get back to running and back to activities that I like as soon as possible. And, you know, for instance, when I ruptured my quad tendon and I had surgery the very beginning of November of 2014, and they told me I would not be doing anything till May. I just, I hated that idea. So I worked at it and I was running again in January and um, I, I even skied on it that spring. And, you know, when I ruptured my, my Achilles tendon, same thing, they told me you're going to be out for nine to 12 months. And I didn't like that an answer either. And um, I started running 11 weeks after having ruptured an Achilles tendon, which is pretty much unheard of. And in fact, when I went to see the doctor, and uh, some of you heard this story before, and I asked him if it'd be okay for me to run because I, you know, I'd been working at it in the gym like crazy. I mean, I, I was dedicated because in my mind, I really wanted to get back. And I asked the doc, well, am I good to run? And he says, yeah, okay, I think you can do that. And I said, well, how about skiing? Because I'd be in a boot anyway with my Achilles. And he said, yeah, I, I guess so. And I said, well, good, because I, I did last week. 
Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, 10 weeks after rupturing an Achilles, I was skiing, downhill skiing. And, um, you know, but again, it was in a boot, so it was pretty immobilized. So I was able to do it. But uh, the point of my story, though, is that like mentally I was ready to go. And, you know, I, I got after it and, you know, I, I did everything. I mean, God, when I had the uh, um, ruptured quad tendons, you know, I was working on that stupid um, hand cycle. You, have you ever seen that thing? They, they have, usually they have maybe one of them in the gym because nobody wants to use that thing and it's rarely used. And in fact, I never had to worry about anybody else getting on it. And the, the one that was in the gym that I go to, um, it was always there in the corner facing the wall. So you're, you're like a kid who's being punished. You're, you're put in the corner and I would have to get on that stupid thing. And, and, you know, like I say, crank my arms and create some games, whatever it was to keep my mind engaged just so I could get some cardio in there because I couldn't do anything else. Uh, you know, when you have your knee in a straight leg brace, you know, there's nothing you can do alternatively. And, you know, I, I couldn't get on the bike obviously and wasn't running and couldn't even get in the pool. So it was that stupid hand cycle, but I went for it and I was determined to push that date forward. And so, so again, that's a huge part of it. And my advice to this athlete that I coach is that don't look at a particular date because, you know, if you want to do this, you know, it'll come around, you know, and I, I think, you know, there, there was a lot of hesitation on, on her part because of the just the, the, you know, whether it was the, the conditions we have weather-wise or what, whatever it is. But, you know, things may not change by March 1st. Um, you know, in fact, in Colorado, we get most of our snow in March, and uh, April's our second snowiest month. So uh, the only good news is it usually melts a lot faster that time of year. So hopefully this crappy ice and snow we have now will at least, uh, the sun will make a dent in it by then. But even so, she, uh, you know, she may or may not be ready. But uh, as I always said, don't set a date. Um, you need to be physically and mentally ready to go and take on that next challenge. And, you know, you could already be, you know, running and you, you want to take on that next challenge. But if, if it is something that you really don't want to do, then you're either going to have to find a way to say, hey, what is my why for doing this? And that's the, the biggest thing of all is you always have to find your why. I'll ask that to kids I coach and they've got, you know, answers across the board, whether it's they want to compete for championships or records, or maybe they just want to hang out with their friends. I mean, whatever it is, they need to have that why. And it's something every one of us needs to ask ourselves, whether it is in our athletic goals or even in our professional goals, our personal goals, you, you need to have your why. Why? Why do you want to do that? And why do you identify yourself in, in the way that you do? Um, you know, I identify myself as a runner and, um, you know, sometimes maybe I push myself into doing things that are, are challenging because it is part of my why it is who I am, but, um, you, you need to again, find your why. And, and in this particular athlete's case, they need to find out you know, why do they want to get out there and start running again? And, you know, what goals are they trying to achieve? So, um, that, that, that's kind of wrapping up, you know, what I, my, my thoughts today, it just kind of came up when I was uh, discussing this with this athlete. Like I say, it's important to listen to your body, but you need to listen to your brain and make sure that you are mentally prepared and want to do what you want to do when not rather than setting a date. It's a matter of if you want to do it, you will start doing it now. Or if you don't want to do it, need some more time. That's fine too, but make sure when you go into it, you can go into it 
wholeheartedly both feet in and get after it. I hope you got something out of this brief power play episode. And thank you once again for listening to the We Are Superman podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you can load all new episodes onto your phone. And if you enjoyed the podcast, the best thing you can do is share it with your friends or on social media. And please take a minute and give us a five-star rating on whatever platform on which you listen to us. I would be humbly honored if you would write a review as well. These five-star ratings and reviews help us make more episodes and rise higher in the podcast services search algorithms, helping more people find our show. As you heard last week, even in far-off places like Australia. So until next time, always be positive.